Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. DC's 911 call center still has more work to do to improve. Over a million Virginians need access to public transit, according to a new report. I'm Luke Lukert. 9-11 anniversary events in our area. I'm Matt Small. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Allison Keyes in Washington. Buckingham Palace has formally announced funeral plans for the legendary Queen Elizabeth II. CBS's Steve Futterman is in London. We now know the official date for the Queen's funeral. It will take place on Monday, September 19th at Westminster Abbey. After that, Queen Elizabeth will be laid to rest at Windsor Castle. Her body will be brought to London on Wednesday. It will lie in state at Westminster Hall for four days. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London. This is thousands line the streets of Buckingham Palace, hoping to catch a glimpse of King Charles III. Prince William and Princess Kate, with Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan, visited with the crowd outside of Windsor Castle. Danielle LaRalph is with the BBC. Unexpected and unannounced, nobody had seen this coming. After the rancor and the conflict, the fallout and the friction, this was a family reunited in grief. The new Prince and Princess of Wales, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, together in Windsor to view the flowers and see those who had come to mourn the Queen. All eyes were on them. The brothers have barely spoken to each other for two years, but today something clearly shifted. Back in the U.S., some relief from the heat in California and for firefighters battling the huge Fairview fire. KCAL's Jeff Nguyen. At this point, containment stands at 40%. So far, more than 28,000 acres have burned. This comes after Cal Fire couldn't launch aircraft yesterday because of gusty winds. Thanks to the rain, some of the evacuation orders have been reduced from mandatory to voluntary. But there may be some flooding in the aftermath of Tropical Storm K. KCBS reporter Candace Crone. Tractors and dump trucks carried sand from the beach to the parking lot. Members of the Long Beach search and rescue team prepared sandbags for concerned residents who live near the coast. Some areas in our city are a little prone to flooding. Last night, strong swells nearly destroyed a berm. Crews had been working for a week to construct. Tractors push sand in place to reinforce the damaged berm. We're learning more now about the victims in Memphis, Tennessee, after a series of shootings this week left four dead and three wounded. The shooter sent the city into lockdown and drove around for hours, opening fire and streaming some of the attacks on social media. Police say the first victim's best friend was so distraught by the attack that he lay on the ground next to him and refused to leave. Other survivors include three children without a mother. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 3.03 on Saturday, September 10th. 80 degrees, cloudy, but staying dry till sunset. Highs in the low 80s. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
An investigation is underway in northern Maryland after five people were found dead in a home. The dead include three children, a man, and a woman. They were found in a home in Elk Mills near the Delaware border. This is a tragic and terrible day for our county and community. Cecil County Sheriff Scott Adams. All the deceased appear to have suffered gunshot wounds. A semi-automatic handgun was located near the deceased adult male. Sheriff's Office investigators are currently on scene and actively investigating the incident. He says four schools in the area were put on alert as the shooting unfolded, though he says investigators don't think there's any threat to the public. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. There's been an effort to fix problems with D.C.'s 911 call center. A new report takes a look at how that's going. In its latest update on the state of D.C.'s 911 call center, auditors found that there has been little progress when it comes to the 31 recommendations made by investigators in October. 77% of the recommendations reportedly have no, quote, observed progress on issues such as inadequate supervision of the call taking and insufficient management follow-up. In a recent interview, the director of the 911 call center says she hopes to put together an updated roadmap for completing the recommendations adding that she'll share an update at a council oversight hearing later this month. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. A 13-year-old's been arrested in connection with a shooting this week in the area of Spring Hill Lane and Spring Hill Drive in Greenbelt. On Wednesday, a victim reported he and a group of middle school-aged juveniles were walking home around 4.20 p.m. when a juvenile male suspect fired several rounds at them. None of the boys was injured. The Greenbelt Police Department and Prince George's County Police Department arrested the 13-year-old yesterday on charges including second-degree attempted murder and firearms-related charges. The youth's identity is not being released because of age. Local tennis star Francis Tiafo has fallen short of the finals at the U.S. Open, but his fans are still showing him a lot of love. At a watch party for his match Friday night sponsored by the Junior Tennis Championship Center where Tiafo learned the game, dozens turned out to cheer him on like Sidney Wright. I know JDCC is proud of him. Win or lose, he did what he had to do and I'm just proud of Francis. Tiafo grew up in Hyattsville, Maryland. His former coach was on hand and says this is just the beginning. In College Park, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A new report in Virginia calls for more transit options for daily commutes. It says more scheduled bus, van, or rail service is needed for around 1.1 million Virginians. The Transit Equity and Modernization Study also says that over half a million jobs in the state also didn't have access to any public transit. The 40-page report from the Department of Rail and Public Transportation stated that around Around half of agencies in the Commonwealth are interested in suspending fares to address the lack of access. Other suggested solutions included removal of transfer fees, increased frequency and coverage, and targeted subsidized fares. Only around 4% of all Virginians take public transit, according to the report. Luke Luger, WTOP News. D.C. residents in November will again vote on a controversial ballot initiative that would dramatically change how tipped workers in the district are paid. The D.C. Court of Appeals Thursday delivered a fatal blow to Initiative 82's opponents who were trying to keep the measure off the ballot entirely. They rejected their request for a hearing before the court's full slate of judges. Voters will now be asked to decide whether to steadily raise the city's tipped minimum wage of $5.35 per hour to match the standard minimum wage of $16.10 an hour by 2027. Coming up after traffic and weather. Tapping into the past with selfie-style technology. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 3.07. 
Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. Back and neck pain or discomfort can disrupt how you work, sleep, and play. Why live with it another day? At Anova Spine, the most complete back and neck care team in Northern Virginia, our world-class experts identify the source of pain, tingling, or numbness. Then we map a treatment plan that's right for you. From prevention to rehabilitation and pain management to advanced surgical technologies. Don't give pain another day. Contact us now at anova.org slash spine pain. It's 308. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sandy, starting off in Maryland, I-270 southbound, south of Route 80, Urbana. That crash is now confined to the right shoulder. You're still jammed from the Monocacy, but a head lane should be available. Might want to move to the left to get around it. On the uh, Capitol Beltway, finding weekend vine delays through Prince George's and Montgomery counties. 50 west slows from Kent Narrows to get to and across the Chesapeake Bay bridges. It looks to me like we're running two lanes east and two lanes west. Sounds like they're getting ready to open up a third lane westbound but I don't believe they've done so just yet. Into the district, weekend volume delays on DC 295, I-695, and I-395. Southbound Rock Creek Parkway, the ramp to K Street Northwest is blocked for damage inspection there. Massachusetts Avenue, the work zone near Waterside Drive has traffic slow both ways. Driving in Virginia, 95 southbound, jammed from Newington to the earlier crash near Woodbridge, now confined to the left shoulder. Farther south on 95 delays as you leave Stafford toward the Rappahannock. The crash in the through lanes has been cleared there in Fredericksburg. North on 95 delays jammed up from Spotsylvania toward the Rappahannock, then Dale City toward Lorton as we wait for the easy pass lanes to open up northbound fully. 395 northbound, the ramp to exit 8C for Route 1, Crystal City. That's blocked for the road race that's getting uh, set up for later on this evening. You'll also find street closures going into effect all throughout Pentagon City. 66 eastbound, slow through 28th Centerville and again at the Beltway. We are brought to you by Eagle Bank, a small business September on WTOP, presented by Eagle Bank. Get advice from local leaders on how to navigate today's business climate. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. We will see two storm systems converge over us throughout the weekend, saying goodbye to the sunshine. One storm system from the Ohio Valley, the second one bringing rain from areas of the Carolinas into the Commonwealth and our area during the late day and the overnight hours. Cloudy skies for the remainder of the afternoon, rain showers beginning before sunset. All of us will see rain in the overnight tonight into Sunday and Monday. High temperatures throughout the period in the 70s. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. It's 81 degrees in DuPont Circle, 78 in Germantown, up to 82 in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 310. The Kennedy Center is honoring John F. Kennedy, the center's namesake, with a new exhibit opening next week. Visitors to the new exhibit called Arts and Ideals John F. Kennedy can step into the shoes of a painter's subject, tapping a life-sized screen, taking a photo, 
and watching as filters convert it to the style of Elaine de Kooning. De Kooning was a very progressive painter of the era, was invited to do a portrait of Kennedy. Abbott Miller, a partner at Pentagram, the design firm that created the interactive display at the Kennedy Center, says it's tremendously satisfying for users who learn about Kennedy's patronage of the arts and the artists who shaped American culture during the 20th century. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The deadly 9-11 terrorist attacks happened 21 years ago tomorrow. Here are some events marking that solemn day in our area. In the district, D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti headlines an 8.46 a.m. service honoring law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty and those who have died in the years since. It'll be at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial on East Street Northwest. President Joe Biden delivers remarks at a 9 a.m. observance ceremony at the National 9-11 Pentagon Memorial honoring the 184 people killed there. Events begin when the sun rises at 6.40 with a large flag on unfurling on the Pentagon's west side. And in Alexandria, Mayor Justin Wilson will be among the speakers during a 10 a.m. remembrance ceremony at Market Square in front of City Hall, weather permitting. Matt Small, WTOP News. A country club restaurant in Stafford is facing backlash after posting a special menu featuring entirely 9-11 themed dishes and drinks. Tomorrow's Seafood Sunday menu at the clubhouse at Aquia Harbor in Stafford included dishes like the first responder flatbread. 9-11 oysters, and Flight 93 redirect crab dip. The original menu has been taken down, but not before it was shared on social media. According to Channel 7, a manager at the club has issued an apology for the menu on Facebook earlier this week. We'll check sports next. It's 313. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for Week 1, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WTOP to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code WTOP only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Virginia only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early one token issued at opt-in. Moneyland bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. If you or somebody know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Marlow Furniture's Labor Day sale event is held over, so you still have time to find incredible price reductions on thousands of in-stock pieces. Save 55% off. Fashionable Marlowe sofas, $6.99. Trendy reclining sofas, $9.99. Stylish queen storage beds, $12.99. Beautiful dining groups, $7.99. Plus fast delivery in 48 months, no interest financing. Bring your style to life at Marlowe. The Labor Day sale event is held over. Save 55% off at Marlowe Furniture, with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. The Ultimate RV Show presented by Progressive is coming to the Dulles Expo Center in Chantilly, Virginia, September 8th to the 11th. Take advantage of free parking and free admission to get exclusive first looks at new 2023 models and shop special show pricing on over 150 new and used RVs. We'll have trade-in evaluations, specially arranged RV financing offers, and driving clinics on site. Learn more at ultimatervshow.com slash Chantilly. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To Ben Raby. All right, Sandy. Busy Saturday of college football among the early games. Top-ranked Alabama trying to eke out a win in Texas. Alabama leading 17-16 with under four minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Closer to home, it's the conference opener for Navy. The midshipmen seeking their first win of the season. They're taking on Memphis. And for the preview from Annapolis, we check in with Dave Preston. Good afternoon, Ben. Head coach Ken Niamatololo said earlier this week that they can't turn the ball over like they did in their week one loss to Delaware. The ground game also was held to under three yards per carry that day. They face a Memphis team this afternoon that also lost its opener, but to pass-happy Mississippi State. Tigers quarterback Seth Hannigan threw for 215 yards and two touchdowns last year in a win over the mids. Navy and Memphis coming up in about 20 minutes. All right, appreciate it, Dave. And coverage of the midshipman game already underway on 1500 AM elsewhere, Maryland and Charlotte coming up at 3.30. Terrapins looking to build off their season-opening win last weekend against Buffalo. Terps enter today's matchup as 27-point favorites. Baseball former national starter Edwin Jackson officially announcing his retirement. Jackson pitched for a big league record 14 teams across 17 seasons that included a pair of stints with the Nationals. Tonight, the Nats continuing their weekend series in Philadelphia. Nats looking to snap a two-game skid elsewhere in the seventh inning. The Yankees leading the Rays 7-1. Soccer at Audi Field. Washington Spirit beats San Diego 4-3 this afternoon. And the U.S. Open Women's Final coming up at the top of the hour. Top seed Iga Sviatek taking on Anjabur. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Queen Elizabeth will lie in state for four days at the House of Parliament in London with her state funeral being held on Monday, September 19th at Westminster Abbey. That word came just hours after King Charles III was officially proclaimed Britain's monarch today. Also today, Prince Harry and wife Meghan joined Prince William and his wife Kate at Windsor Castle to view all the floral tributes left by the public in honor of their grandmother, the Queen. Russia's defense ministry says it's pulling back forces from two areas in Ukraine's Kharkiv region, where Ukrainian counteroffensive has made significant advances in the past week. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. With 59 days to the midterm elections, Vice President Kamala Harris tells members of the Democratic National Committee that much of the campaign focus should be on national and local Republicans who want to cast doubt on the outcome of the elections before and after the voting. We all, by coming together, reaffirm that we refuse to let extremist so-called leaders dismantle our democracy. Her remarks coming on the closing day of the DNC summer meeting held at the Gaylord Resort and Convention Center in Maryland. It's 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Joe Conway's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sandy will start off in the district with weekend highway volume on DC 295 and I-295. If you're 695 east, the ramp to go 295 north across the 11th Street Bridge is quite heavy and slow. I don't have any incidents reported blocking as you make your way toward Pennsylvania Avenue. 395 south slows, leaving the 3rd Street Tunnel toward the outbound case. 16th Street southbound. Caller tells us about a crash near Calmia Road. It's along the right side of the roadway. Help is there. Massachusetts Avenue at Waterside Drive. It's slow through the work zone both ways, they tell us. Had an earlier problem on the southbound Rock Creek Parkway. The ramp to K Street northwest was blocked because of some damage investigation there. 
Calder tells us on the inbound Suitland Parkway westbound at Firth Sterling Avenue, setting up a work zone, putting out cones. They will direct you, but apparently you won't be able to continue beyond Firth Sterling at the on the Suitland Parkway there. Driving in Virginia, in a loop of the Beltway, delays from Tyson's toward the Legion Bridge into Maryland, 95 south. Volume delays from Newington toward Woodbridge, 95 south. Had the earlier crash near Fredericksburg in the through lanes. That's been cleared. 95 northbound delays out of Spotsylvania toward the Rappahannock, then Dale City toward Lorton. The easy pass lanes were spotted northbound from Dumfries, so almost fully northbound. 395 northbound, the ramp to Route 1 at 8C is blocked because of a road race that's getting set up in Pentagon and Crystal Cities. Expect to find lots of street closures going in through those areas. 66 East just slope briefly through 28th Centerville and briefly at the Capitol Beltway. Into Maryland, 270 south after 80 Urbana. That crash is confined at the right shoulder, still often on delays from the Monocacy, and 355 took a lot of bailout. Weekend highway volume on the Beltway through Prince George's and Montgomery counties. On the trip across the Bay Bridge, we had delays westbound across the bridge coming off of Kent Island onto the bridge spans. We now have three lanes west and two lanes east. Brought to you by Ashley Furniture. The greatest Labor Day sale event has been extended. Save 20% off the entire furniture purchase. Beautiful Ashley Furniture in stock and at incredible savings. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. As we continue throughout the weekend and not too much sunshine will be across the listening area due to a potent storm system coming from the south and another storm system converging from the Ohio Valley. Cloudy skies gives way to rain showers before sunset with periods of rain overnight tonight. Temperatures will rise today in the upper 70s to low 80s and only fall to the 60s during the overnight. Periods of rain Sunday and Monday not ending till Tuesday. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Checking area temperatures, it's 80 degrees at BWI Marshall and at Dulles, 81 at Reagan National. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Ahead in money news. Can you name D.C.'s oldest restaurant? I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 321. Have you ever thought about driving the growth of your business through acquisitions? Here's Aaron Gase. Chair of the Mergers and Acquisitions Practice at Shulman Rogers, a full-service law firm with clients in the DMV and around the country, discussing how his team helps clients navigate their M&A transactions as the economy ebbs and flows. Even in the past few years, with all the unpredictability of COVID and turmoil in the economy, we've worked with clients to close many dozens of business sales and acquisitions worth hundreds of millions of dollars. In every market, there are great deals. And as companies get larger, organic growth can become more difficult. So for companies with at least 5 or $10 million in revenue, acquisitions should be an important part of their overall strategy for growth. What about clients who are concerned about a potential recession? We remind them that they can achieve their goals, whether the economy is good or bad, and that fortunes are frequently made during recessions. We counsel them not to be afraid because we've got their back. For more, visit ShulmanRogers.com. I need IT staff right now. If you reach out, they will come. Who will come? Who is this? It's your assistant on the intercom. Cordia Resources has expanded its IT team to fill all levels of staffing and permanent recruiting needs now. But I need support for the full team, from help desk all the way up to a chief technology officer. Cordia Resources can handle it, no worries. I'll reach out today to get our positions filled fast. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career. But people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. For the past 60 years, Melwood has been fighting for more equitable employment in the disability space. We're not done yet. 
and would love for you to join us. For more information about how you help create a more inclusive world for people with disabilities, visit melwood.org slash donate, melwood.org slash donate. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 323. A Loudoun County father whose daughter was assaulted at Stonebridge High School was arrested at a school board meeting in June. The man is now appealing one of the misdemeanors he was convicted for, disorderly conduct, and now a special prosecutor has been appointed in the case. A Loudoun County Circuit Court judge is appointing Stafford County Commonwealth's attorney Eric Olson as the special prosecutor. The judge said the defendant had well-grounded concerns about the impartiality of prosecutors in Loudoun County. Academic data released from Prince George's County Public Schools is showing that most students are testing below grade level in math and English. Test results show fewer than 25% of students were meeting expectations in reading and language arts, and math scores were lower. Chief Academic Officer Dr. Judith White talked about how they're using the data to better help students. Data-informed instruction. We've set aside days in our curriculum and all of our mathematics curriculums where there is time for teachers to meet with students based on data. Our teachers are trained on what they see in their data and how to go back and reassess students and how to go back and reteach. Last week's scores for D.C. students showed math and reading scores dropping to the lowest levels in five years. Alexandria City Public Schools wants to get student and staff absenteeism under control. Data presented at a recent work session says a quarter of Latino students in the school system were chronically absent during the last school year. That's along with nearly a fifth of black students and 22 percent of economically disadvantaged students. There were also 145 daily staff absences from across the school system during the 2021-2022 school year. School officials say staff were especially hit hard by the stresses of the pandemic. To help, the school system is implementing a staff wellness program and enhancing recruitment. It's 325. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Tabard Inn in D.C. is the city's oldest continuously operating restaurant. And the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington recently honored Tabard with his Milestone Award, marking 100 years in business. It's an eclectic place, but it's unassuming from the street. It's always a treat to see the look on people's faces, you know, if they haven't been to the Tabard before, coming through those front doors for the first time because it's really just a kind of treasure trove of you know different rooms hallways there's all these different nooks and crannies and of course our eclectic art collection that's daniel bushy at tabard inn it really is also an inn with 28 guest rooms but you won't fall asleep watching cable we do not have tvs in any of the guest rooms and that is entirely by design um, each room, each of our 28 guest rooms, has its own unique character, um, its own unique furnishings and kind of color palette. Tabard Inn remained open throughout the entire pandemic. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in a CBS News special report, we'll tell you about the date now set for the state funeral for Queen Elizabeth. The announcement came on the same day her son Charles officially became King Charles III. And her grandsons, William and Harry, walk together outside Windsor Palace, greeting members of the public. It's 326. Recently, a milestone anniversary was approaching, so I took my other half to Fogo to Shone. Wow, what an amazing experience. The best part? Getting to try their new porterhouse steak, now part of the full churrasco experience.